Section 5 of Snowball by Paul Anderson. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Snowball by Paul Anderson. Section 5 Nothing happened overnight. That was the hardest thing to believe. By all the rules, life should have been suddenly and dramatically transformed. But instead, there were only minor changes, day by day, small incidents. Meanwhile, you ate, slept, worked, paid bills, made love and conversation as you had always done. The FBI held its hand as yet, but some quiet men checked into the town's one hotel, and there was usually one of them hanging around Arch's house, watching. Elizabeth would occasionally invite him in for a snack. She grew quite fond of them. The newspapers ran feature articles, and for a while the house was overrun with reporters. Then that, too, faded away. Editorials appeared, pointing out that Capacitite had licked one of the Soviet Union's major problems, fuel, and a syndicated columnist practically called for Arch's immediate execution. He found some of his neighbors treating him coldly. The situation distressed him, too. I never thought, he began. Exactly, rumbled Calhoun. People like you are one reason science is becoming to be considered like a Frankenstein. Damn it, man, the researcher has to have a social conscience like the rest of us. Arch smiled wearily. But I do, he said. I gave considerable thought to the social effects. I just imagined that they'd be good. That's been the case with every major innovation in the long run. You've committed a crime, said Calhoun. Idealism. It doesn't fit in the world we inhabit. Arch flushed angrily. But what was I supposed to do? He snapped. Burn my results and forget them? If the human race is too stupid to use the obvious advantages, that's its own fault. You're making a common error, dear, said Elizabeth. You speak of the human race. There isn't any. There are only individual people and groups of people with their own conflicting interests. For a while, there was a big campaign to play down the effects of capacitite. It wasn't important. It meant nothing, as our eminent columnist has so lucidly shown. Then the attempt switched. Capacitite was dangerous. So-and-so had been electrocuted working with it. There was cumulative poisoning. Such propaganda didn't work. Not when some millions of people were seeing for themselves. Petroleum stock began sagging. It didn't nosedive. The SEC and a valiantly buying clique saw to that, but it slipped down day by day. Arch happened to drop in at Hinkle's garage. The old man looked up from the car in which he was laboring and smiled. Hello there, he said. Haven't seen you in a long time. I, well, Arch looked guiltily at this oil-stained floor. I'm afraid your business. Oh, don't worry about me. I've got more business than I can handle. Everybody in town seems to want his car converted over to your type of engine. The young Bob is turning out the stuff like a printing press gone berserk. Arch couldn't quite meet his eyes. 
But aren't your gasoline sales dropping? To be sure. But cars still need lubrication and... Look, you know the old watermill down by Ronson's farm? I'm buying that. Putting in a generator and a high-voltage transformer and rectifier. I'll be selling packaged power. A lot easier than running a gas pump at my age. Won't the power company be competing? Eventually. Right now they're still waiting for orders from higher up, I guess. Some people can charge their capacitors right at home, but most would rather not buy the special equipment. They'll come to me. And by the time the power outfit gets wise to itself, I'll have come in on the ground floor. Thanks, said Arch, a little shakily. It makes me feel a lot better. If only everybody had that Yankee adaptability, he thought as he walked home. But he saw now, as he wished he had seen earlier, that society had gone too far. With rare exceptions, progress was no longer a matter of individual readjustments. It was a huge and clumsy economic system which had to make the transformation, a jerry-built system whose workings no one understood even today. He wanted to call up Gilmer and make what terms he could, but it was too late. The snowball was rolling. He sighed his way into an armchair and picked up the paper. Item. The bill before Congress to make capacitite, a government monopoly like uranium, and to enforce all security restrictions on it had been sent back to committee, and would probably not pass. A few senators had the nerve to point out that security was pointless, when everybody could already make the stuff. Item. The government was setting up a special laboratory to study the military applications. Arch could think of several for himself. Besides simplifying logistics, it could go into cheap and horrible weapons. A bomb loaded with several thousand coulombs set to discharge instantaneously on striking. Item. A well-known labor leader had denounced the innovation as a case of business blundering, which was going to take bread from the working man. A corporation spokesman declared that it was all a leftist trick designed to cripple the private enterprise system. Item. Pravda announced that Soviet scientists had discovered capacitite ten years ago, and that full-scale production had long been underway for peaceful purposes only, such as making the Red Army still more invincible. Item. Two more men in America electrocuted due to incautious experiments. Nevertheless, capacitite was being manufactured in thousands of homes and workshops. Bills in various state legislatures to ban vehicles so powered were meeting indignant opposition everywhere, save in Texas. Arch reflected wryly that he wasn't getting paid for any of this. All he'd gotten out of it so far was trouble. Trouble with the authorities, with crank letters, with his own conscience. There were, to be sure, some royalties from Bob Calhoun, who was becoming quite an entrepreneur, and hiring adults to take over when school opened in fall. Speaking of Tigers by the Tail End of Section 5